Welcome to the Hub Podcast. I'm your host, Cheney Pastor. With me is Blue Devil Courtney. Blue Devil Courtney? Why? The Duke Blue Devils, your new favorite team. I know. I'm so bummed that they lost, mostly just for... They didn't lose. They won. I am not even kidding you. I had a... I must have dreamt that. You must have because they won last night and you were like... Because he was patting their chest again. Yes, I know. I oh my gosh that is creepy because I literally had a dream that I I woke up downstairs where we were watching it and I said like oh did they win and you said no and I was like oh that sucks I bet Hannah is like really bummed because Hannah loves Duke yeah I was like oh I bet she's bummed I bet she was watching it that is freaky like I made that reality that's how real that dream felt you do that all the time (laughs) oh my god you do that all the time. Okay, well, yay. I forgot. I'm not Justin I, Bieber. I believe... <laughs> that's crazy. I believe the dream over like, yeah, I, like, I was awake. Hey, you're not married to Justin Bieber. <laughs> you're not Mrs. Bieber. <laughs> what? I can't handle the reality. Let me live a dream world. I thought my life was good. <laughs> yeah. Isn't oh, that- I love... Yeah, I really do. I wish... I hope did you, does he does he have a book? I don't know. I, I haven't look. looked that up. I should look. Yeah, they won. They're in the final four. Your team is still alive. <laughs> well, so good. I, it's just for him. Just for the coach. What's his name? Mike Shershevsky. It's a messed up last Mike name. Mike Shershevsky. Yeah, something like that. Shershevsky. Most people just say Coach K because people can't pronounce the. Oh sure. Shershevsky. Shashevsky. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they won. Are you enjoying March Madness or do you not care whatsoever? No, I don't care at all, but I just like... Because I have it on the TV all the time. I know. That's why I don't really care. It's like... I I like it. Like, I'll get into a game. Like, if I sit down and I'm watching it, like, I'll get into it and I'll immediately, like, pick who I want to win, even though I don't know either of the teams, but I, like, start to root for one of them. Um, Isn't that funny how we just naturally kind of do that? Like so it, do you, you always root for the ones it. that are already ahead or do you root the ones that are losing? No, I usually root for the ones that are losing. Like I want to see a good game, especially if I have no nobody in it. Like yeah. if I don't really care or I don't have a team or whatever, I usually am. Yeah, I just want a close game and a, a yeah, like a, a competitive game. Because sure. it's like, especially with this, like this is a lot of these guys last time ever playing potentially, because if you lose, you're done. So it's like you want to see him, you know, kind of fight to the end, go sure. out on a go out on a battle at least, not a blowout. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. What do no, you? No, it's it's. In, I know. I always do the underdog. Always. Yeah. Unless I like 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 if you say like a story about the coach or a story about you know some of the players, then I like start to invest in them yeah. or whoever that is, and then I want them to win. But it's always like I just naturally go to whoever's losing. That's typically who I like want to win yeah um i do the same thing maybe not not that i want them to win but i want them to come back and it be close or sure it just be competitive yeah um other than that no i I don't really care that much but i think like i said and you made a joke about it like you laughed at me kind of when i said it but i do feel like i i search out or i i'm like drawn to and you're like well of course because he's the best coach but like like people like that that like are really good coaches or mentors like even when we watch like 
football documentaries or whatever. Like I'm obsessed with the coaches of just mm. like how you can like you're using your skill and your talent to take a bunch of some of the most talented athletes and create something out of that and like get them to work together and get all their egos to work together and to create yeah. like produce good I don't know like produce the goal like produce what you're trying to produce of like winning games or winning tournaments or like getting to the end or whatever like or each game you're winning each game that yeah. is such a interesting brain like, yeah. like I don't relate to the like to the athletes as much because mm-hmm. I just like I don't feel that like I don't feel like I've just like naturally been good at something or like my body is my skill but I feel like I can relate more to the the other end of that of like seeing the potential in somebody and having it thrive and grow and guiding people yeah that yeah, is I mean, so cool to me when people can do that successfully and over and over again yeah I mean that's I feel like that's kind of what you're doing now or your field is now you're the organizer you're not like the athlete in the situation. You're the person that's organizing everything and yeah. trying to put it together and have it work in unison and get the goal, get the achievement that you want and all that sort of thing. Yeah. You. I mean, I think maybe not naturally we all do it, but I don't know. Yeah. Like you used to be the dancer. Now you're the person kind of in charge of all of them. So it's like that's just kind sure. of a natural evolution of you are the the athlete or the thing and then you get to a role where now you're because you have knowledge you've been that person mm-hmm. you know what maybe it takes or you know that you know teamwork is important and now you're having to orchestrate all these people together so it's like you're kind of you kind of are that now do you think that's a natural evolution though i don't know i mean i think maybe for athletes or people that kind of do that yes because there's a there's just a natural you can't do this anymore you're either not good enough or you're too old and the thing that you can do to continue to stay I keep bumming this to stay in that field is to be somebody that is a coach or a, you know an organizer of some sort so sure. if you stay in that field I think that's a natural evolution but I disagree but I see no. your I see your point with it. But yeah, just because I know like a lot of good people that like they would have, you know, like I don't know. Like I think in my field specifically, it's like, oh, you are way more talented than me, so you could give the kids more. But like you don't care about the grander scheme of things, or like you see them as you, so you can't disconnect from like, well, that kid is not you. It's not going to learn this. It they're not going to learn the same way or whatever. And like mm-hmm. investing in the person. I feel like that's where like good coaches come in is like they invest in their guys, they invest in their players, who they are and their whole, the grand scheme of everything on top of the skill. I don't feel like a lot of people, not a lot of people, I don't feel like everybody has that. Everybody can maybe produce and teach the skill, but to like produce good people, I feel like that's where the difference is. That's where you get coaches and amazing coaches. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Yeah. Because they're all teaching the skill. Yeah. Hey, well, yeah, and some are just better than it, at it than others. Yeah. You know, th- that's a lot. That's a um, a common, like, saying or theme is, like, not all players can coach and not all coaches could play type of thing. Like, there's a lot, like, 
a lot of coaches in any of these sports typically are the failed athlete or the person that wasn't good enough to continue, but Mm -hmm. they love the sport so much that they wanted to stay in it. So now they coach, you know, it's like somebody like Bill Belichick. He wasn't an exceptional football player. Sure. He was probably, I mean, maybe more like you where it's like, you just see the other side of the game that that's kind of your superpower. You're maybe not the most talented person in it, but you're the, the one that can coach and teach and get to players and get to people to get them to do what you want them to do and understand it and that sort of thing. So it's like that runs throughout sports everywhere. Like same with like the, like coach K, like he wasn't an exceptional basketball player. Right. It's like, but then you have, you know, people like Tom Brady who may not be a great coach or maybe just won't even have the, the interest in it. Yeah. Because it's just like, well, I've done the game and there's nothing better than that right yeah interesting it's it's funny that gets brought up a lot of like you know just because you just because you're a good player doesn't mean you're a good coach and it's like yeah there's there's probably a lot of truth in that and and a lot of the times it's like i don't know i don't know what that is if there's just you just have a different skill set maybe you're missing something as the athlete, but you have the thing to be a coach, you know? And it's like, you have the thing to be a coach or you have the thing to be the athlete, mm-hmm. but you don't have the thing to be the coach. And it's maybe kind of like what you're talking about of, you just have that investment in other people rather than the investment in yourself, mm-hmm. you know, or you just see a different side of yeah. the game than like an athlete does. Athlete thinks about how they can contribute to it to where the coach thinks of how do I get all of these people to contribute and buy in. Right. You know, it's like looking at a group situation rather than an individual, individual, individualistic. Well, I think when you're the, when you're the athlete, when you're the player, like you do have to have some selfishness with you because you have to like, think about like, how can I be the best that I can be? Even though it might be like, how can I be the best for this group of people or for this team? Like, how does my puzzle piece fit into the whole thing? To where I think coaches are not thinking like, well, I want to win because it's my team. Maybe they are, but it's... The, not the but good coaches probably. But it's like, I want you to be good. I want you to be the best player you can be. And you, and you, and you. And then how do I all make sure that all of that can work Yeah. successfully together? Yeah. That like there's no... that You have to completely dis, like disconnect almost. To where an athlete, you have to be dialed into yourself. Yeah. Well, and... I, I think one of the big things that coaches typically talk about is like getting all the players to buy in. So it's like, even as the player, yes, you have to, you have to maybe be like selfish isn't the right word just because it has a bad connotation to it. But like self-aware, you have to be, you have to be more, yeah, like self-driven or look at yourself a little bit more and go, okay, how do I get better so that I can help the team? And you also have, you have to have that second part though. Like, it's like, it's not just about you, especially when you're doing a team sport. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, and, and a lot of people have that issue too of like, the coach wants you to play a certain role, but you think you're better than that. So sure. you're, 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 you know, maybe upset and you don't want to buy into, I don't want to be the guy that just rebounds. I want to score too. I don't want to be the guy yeah. that just rebounds, but we need you just to rebound. And if you just rebound and just put all your energy into that, our team would be better. 
rather than just you being better. And like you said, buying into that of yeah, that's still important and making them see that that is just as valuable, not like, well, you're just a side piece. Right, right. And it's like, we need that. Yeah. That's something that um, one of my old football coaches used to talk about with the defensive line was like, you know, the guys who get the tackles get all the glory, but the people that are just like grabbing bodies <laughs> and, and taking bodies, like they don't get any glory, but it's like, that's almost more important because that allows the other person to make the tackle then. Right. You know, he, he referenced like when they used to shoot cannons, you have the cannonball and the cannonball gets all the glory because it makes all the destruction, but you need the cannon fodder. You need that fodder to fill the sure. cannon so that the ball can sit in there and then shoot out and whatnot. It's like, mm-hmm. he would always reference guys like, you're the cannon fodder. Like you're just as important. <laughs> we need you. You know? And it was like, getting those people to buy in. It's easy to be the one that's making the tackles to buy in because it's like, yeah, I'm the one that gets all the tackles and yeah. I, you know, or the guy, I'm the guy who scores all the points. Yeah. It's like that, that's exciting. But the person that's like, we need you to do the dirty work, the work that you, nobody gets yeah, like praised for. That's the hard stuff to buy into. Yeah. And as a coach, you have to get both those people to, to buy in. To buy in, see value in themselves, in the team, to trust you, to see the whole picture, but also the individual, you are a part of this. Well, and that's what's impressive, like with Coach K, he's done it for 41 years. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult to win championships and do that, but to have 41 years of experience doing that, like... It's, and how many different generations you're working with too? Oh my god, yeah. And how many different yeah, social situate like social generations yep. of like how just people change socially yep. and like you know social media is a big thing now. To where when he started it wasn't. It's like he has to navigate that now. And but it's just like to be successful and do that for that long. You know, you you start to get the kind of the aura about you or whatever, where it's like I'm going to play for Coach K. You know, you're almost already bought in because it's him. Sure. You know, if he tells you to do something, he's got 41 years of experience. You're like, okay, he knows what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. When he maybe first started, it wasn't that way because nobody knew who right. Coach K was. But like, you know, it's 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 just crazy. 41 years to like get get players to continuously buy in, to try to do their role, play their part, win a championship. And it's like his last year. They're in the final four. They win this game. They're in the championship. Mm-hmm. And then, then it's championship. When do they play? I think, let's see, today's Sunday. So there's games today. Or no, today is Monday. I mean, so nobody plays today. Why do you care about that? <laughs> I just think it's funny. <laughs> um, I Probably Thursday or Friday. Oh, for real? Yeah, you got to wait a little bit. And you're going to be gone. That's what I'm saying. You have to give me updates. He's patting more chests. <laughs> I, wonder if there's a, I wonder if there's a way that I could watch it. It's so funny. That's your favorite part. So. Because to me, that goes back to the like the grander picture of it, of like that either could be so calculated to him of like the way that I approach other players, other guys, other people that like I know how much this means to every single person at this level that like them having that one two second connection with me as this coach could mean something to them or whatever that like showing his 
value, showing his um, character. Like, I feel like I see that in those little kinds of moments where it's like, you could just go like, oh, good game and just like, whatever. But it's like, it's the little minute stuff that he takes. It looks, it sounds like he takes the extra or it looks like he takes that extra little effort with or moment or I don't know. Like even last night when he was interviewing and like, he was like, you got to interview him mm-hmm. and like leads him into one of his players. It's like little, little moments that it's like, it doesn't really matter. It maybe wouldn't do anything or maybe none of those guys even thought about it. Like, Oh, he patted me on the chest. Maybe no one gave a shit, Yeah, but I don't know. It's like taking those extra initiatives and really understanding your role and understanding the depth of what your, um, I don't say person, but you're like what you mean to the sport and what you could mean to every player that you come in contact to and like taking the depth of that. Yeah. I wonder how much of it for him is this is his last year. Like I'd love to get in his brain of like what were the things going into the season or even now that he's like trying to be super focused on. Because to me it'd be like be as in the moment as you could Mm -hmm. be. This is your last year, especially now. Any game could be your last game. Yeah. But it's like every time he steps onto the court or his team's getting ready, this could be the last warm up. This mm-hmm. could be the last game. This could yep. be the last, you know, this could be the last two minutes of basketball I ever see, you yeah. know, it's like, or ever coach. So, yeah, just like I, I wonder how much, how different he is this year compared to other years. Sure. Just because of, I mean, he's yeah. got to be somewhat. And I wonder, like, the the things he's thought about to try to make this the best kind of thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, I would say just be super in the moment. Like, yeah, it could be the last everything, you yeah. know? And especially with, like, could you imagine being the last team of his? You know, like, being the yeah. players? Like, oh, you got so much more to play for. You have so much more pressure, but you have so much more to play for, too. Yeah. So it's like two ways of looking at that. You can either let the pressure get to you because it's so much more, or you can look at the other side of the coin of like, we have so much more to play for than everybody else. Mm-hmm. You're just playing for another national championship. We're mm-hmm. playing for his like last. Yeah. So. And that again goes back to the the respect of what they're doing. And that's like the patting on the chest. Like, no, I'm not your coach, but like. I know what this means. I have so much love and respect for this game and players and, you know, players that are even to this level that like that, even though you're not a player for me, I respect you and respect that, like the athlete in you and the fact that you're doing this and love the same thing I'm loving and whatever, like, and then same thing, like playing for his, it's like, it could be just like, yeah, who cares? He's a coach, you know, like, okay, so I just happened to be in your last year. But it's like respecting that, like I'm playing for you because I know you love this as much as I love this. I know you respect this as much as I respect it. And there's such that, I don't know, there's a cool connection there, whether it's sports or art or music or blah, blah, blah. But like getting to share that with people that understand it to the depth that you understand it. And then someone that's like giving their whole time and life like a coach does and vice versa as their player. That is so cool, I think. That, yeah, to share that for his last year. I'm sure whoever does understand the intensity of that mm-hmm. is probably going into, like, I need to go. I need to play harder. I need to. Yeah. 
be different with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it, it bugs me when people are almost like the... Like they get... I don't know if it's like judgmental or they they make comments about like, you know, people that care about things. You know, it's like yeah. that. It's like the, you know, it being his last year, just like how much he cares about the game type of thing or how much maybe everybody does in that stadium or whatever. And then the comments of like, I don't know, it's just like, why do you, why do you like, while they care so much, like it's so it's like like it's lame that people care about things i feel like people that complain about it, they've never felt that because if you have felt that even in a little bit i bet they have felt it but i bet it they maybe got the same response that they're giving now of like don't care so much you know or it's or it's run out you know it's like how many how many people like including myself high school sports is where it ends and you don't get to play anymore. It's like, I cared a lot about that. Yeah. And now there's, I don't care about much. <laughs> like there's nothing more. There's nothing that's given me that feeling again. So it's like, you maybe become bitter. It's sure. like, I, I never get that feeling again. And then you see other sure. people that it's like, wow, you really care about music, huh? Oh, like you really yeah, like yeah, music, yeah. huh? Okay. Yeah. It's like, why do you care so much? It's just music. It's like, well, what? but do you feel like you can like with say like that, like it being his last year and most people are like, okay, who cares? Like, okay, so you've coached for a long time. Like you're probably over it, blah, blah, blah. Like because you at least know that feeling of like, this is the end or being done with something that is your life. Like the, the intensity of that feeling like can you still relate to that even though it was a while ago um or is it really just you're just saying something different like you're just saying caring about anything is lame no you're totally misreading <laughs> me i'm saying that people that do that like annoy me not that bit like i go like i'm i'm in the same boat as like this is last year like how crazy like i know what that feels like of like you may never do this again yeah you know like and they really care about this like i appreciate that when people yes. care about things because it's like oh yeah i get it you're having a feeling about something that you either maybe maybe never will get again or it's like you found your thing that makes you feel the best that anything could ever make you feel yeah that's cool hold on to that like I, I appreciate that and I like that. I don't like the people that are like, oh my God, who cares? It's like, why do you care so much about this? Like, you're lame for caring. It's like, it's because your life sucks and you're boring. And that's what I'm saying is it, they maybe have felt that and they haven't felt it since. So they're, yeah, they like forgot or they're bitter. Or I do feel like, and again, I, maybe I can. I'm, I'm one of those people that I'm like, but you haven't under, you haven't felt it like this. You are like that, that, like, unless you have found something that is, like for me it was dance or for you you know like football and sports and unless you find that I don't know like I do I do feel like 
there are a lot of people that haven't truly felt that to that degree. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Because I, I don't know. feel like that. I don't feel like that feeling or what we're talking about. Because I feel like I know what you're talking about. I don't feel like a lot of people. I feel like that feeling of like pure, pure like happiness and gratitude and excitement and like there's no way this life could get any better than this moment or these couple moments. I don't, I don't feel like that feeling is common. So I don't, I feel like it's rare. Like I actually don't feel like a lot of people get to experience that or maybe experience that on a regular enough basis that they can pinpoint it to go like, oh, I felt like this before. Hmm. I think I disagree. And maybe, maybe it's not into something like for you or it was like, it was dance, but it was still, you know, a moment in time that they did feel something like that, that, you know, every, I think everybody's kind of trying to chase that they're trying to relive those certain moments or, or get that feeling back in, in certain avenues. And, um, do you feel like some people it might happen to them, but they're not aware of it? Or do you feel like that feeling is so intense that you like can't avoid it? No, I think it might happen and you don't really even notice it or realize it. Like what was a moment in football that you can pinpoint that you're like, that's where I felt it? Because to me, uh, it's not like, oh, every time I was dancing. <laughs> well, right. And that's kind of. Like, there is very specifics. And that's kind of why I mean like. That's kind of why I think it you can it can kind of blow past you in a sense, because like there's nothing else I would rather do than play football. Yeah. Even in those times where it's like, yeah, I don't really even remember that game. Yeah. Like or remember those times or practices or whatever. But it's like there's nothing else I would rather be doing. So I think a lot of people that can happen or if you're having a an awesome day or night with family and you're it's just like flowing, it's joking and it's fun and whatever. Um you're not maybe super in the moment or aware of like, wow, this is a really good moment in my life. And then you try to get that back or chase that. Sure. You know, it's like, you're just, I think a lot of people are trying to recreate and, and chase those moments that they feel that way, but they maybe can't pinpoint even when those moments have happened. Sure. But then there's also bitter people that see, you know, sure. Coach K winning and doing this Mm -hmm. and it's his last season and people really care. And, you see that people care like the Duke fan base and, you know, he does and his players do it yeah. and you're bitter and resentful because they're feeling really good about something yeah. and you're trying to find that and chase that and you can't get it. Yeah. So then you just, you know, are judgmental or you think it's stupid that people care about something so much and it's like, well, if you were in that situation and you were doing something, you know, if you were having an amazing day or night with your family and somebody came in and was like, why are you guys so happy? You're stupid for being happy and having a good time. It's like, how silly would that be? Yeah. You'd be like, well, no, we're having a good time. Like, this is a good moment. Yeah. To where I think that's what, that's what happens a lot. It happens a lot in sports. You know, people, mm-hmm. re- Tom Brady retires and everybody's like, Oh, thank God. This guy sucks. Like he cares so much and he's annoying. And it's like the dude just had like one of the greatest football careers ever. 
And it's like, that's something that's amazing. He yeah. made a lot of people happy. Yeah. A lot of people happy. And you're going to be a brat about it. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't be mature enough or adult enough to see the appreciation of it. Yeah. You have to be the child about it and the bitterness of it and go like, my life sucks too. So I'm going to make everybody else's life suck. <laughs> I wish there was a way to like describe that feeling. Cause that, that would be like, I would love asking people that. Like, what is a moment that, even if it was just once, not like every moment that this happened to you, but like, what is one moment that you can pinpoint that you were like, wow, my life right now is, I can't, like, this is crazy. Like, with, with like, say, like, I mean, I could do it probably way, way, way more recently, but one that, like, always used to stick out with me that happened almost every time that it happened. But, like, in high school for Palms when we were football season and going out in the field and doing the national anthem. Mm. every single time it was like oh my gosh i am living this life like this feels so special right now and specific and like it's almost like you could feel your guys's energy like whether it was like the nerves or the excitement or just like everything started to build to that point and it was the most like oh this is the most high school right now like the magic that i feel like people talk about of like being in high school and high school sports and being a part of like a thing that was that moment and it was like to the purest form it wasn't all like the bullshit and drama and that kind of crap isn't that amazing too like think about all the perspectives that are happening in that time yes you know you're you're there feeling that the players are probably there feeling like this is it this is the moment this is everything but then you also have like there's somebody that's just working the concessions and like this is just <laughs> yes. another Friday night for them. And it's just like, I got to fucking give popcorn to these idiots. Yeah. You know, there's maybe parents in the, in the crowd that it's like, my kid's not even going to play. Yeah. It's like, I'm just here to support. And like, mm -hmm. this is the smallest thing in my day, in my yeah. week. You know, it's like, there's people in that, in that moment that it's like, this is the biggest moment of their life or it could be. And then there's other people that it's like, it was another Friday night yeah. where I'm handing out popcorn. Like yeah. I could give two shits about this. Yeah. And it's like, I think having that perspective of the entirety of it all is important because it gives you like, oh, you're having a different experience than I am. You know, like mm -hmm. I'm in this game playing and I'm really excited and having fun. And this is the only thing I want to be doing. And then there's somebody that's in the concession stands that doesn't want to be there yeah so we're literally in the same spot at the same time for yeah. the same amount of hours having two different experiences yeah. so for me to expect that you should be having the best time of your life right now right is completely wrong just like you shouldn't judge you for judging having the best me time of your for life. <laughs> having the best time of my life shouldn't be happening either yeah and it's like i don't think people zoom out and do that enough to go yeah. like oh okay this issue is really important to me but the person that this doesn't affect whatsoever, like the person wor working in the concession stands isn't thinking about, I want to make this my future in my life. I want to play football for a living. Right. They're thinking, how do I get through this? How right. do I get through this? You know, or get how do I get my 15 bucks at the end of the night or 20 yeah. bucks? At the, you know, it's like, and it goes to the same thing of bigger, more real world examples of like something's happening right now for somebody that they think is a huge deal 
And then somebody else is going like, I don't, this never happens for me. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and they're both going like, you need to change. You need to be different. Sure. This is a real issue. And they're like, I've never seen this issue before. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it was what we're doing all the time. Mm-hmm. You just got to zoom out. Yeah. Yeah. That was chaotic. That was all over the place. But Yeah. And we're not even in the kitchen. Nope. Just always chaos. Chaos are where we go. <laughs> All right. Smooth transition. You wanna, <laughs> I mean, it is a little bit of similarities in the topic that we're talking about. Somewhat. Even if you take like, okay, so this is Coach K's last season. There's going to be a lot of change that's happening. Mm-hmm. So how do you manage that change? You know, some of the players that are on Duke, they're going to stay there. Yeah. They're not going to have him as a coach. A new coach is going to come in and coach. Mm-hmm. So there's change happening within that. How are you going to handle that or deal with that? Because especially in this situation, they may have came there for Coach K. Yeah. And they didn't know that he was going to leave potentially. Yeah. To where now he's leaving and they have to play another year there. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. So have you probably read on the the title of the episode this is about change we're talking about change in the specific form of maybe working out and the the benefit of you know doing something out of your comfort zone doing something different than you normally do but also just change is such a heavy word for people and can be scary like i feel like change is like you either see it as oh no i hate change or it's like i love change and i need it yeah all the time or whatever that um i think we're gonna again like we always do talking about the the physical mental and emotional and breaking down you know kind of all of that but i feel like that's kind of present in our life lately or people around us and um we kind of had a conversation like that yesterday just about like working out too so diving into that i think let's start with the working out because i feel like that'll be a little bit more simple simple to talk about yeah, what do you think? Like change, changing like your routine or? I think like, like changing, your- changing your, again, zoom out of like if you're someone that lifts weights all the time and that's the only thing that you do, zoom out and try to expand your knowledge, expand your interest, expand what your body is capable of. Of If you maybe only do weights and only lift and that's all you're doing, maybe try yoga and seeing the benefit of how that could help you or trying boosting your cardio, boosting your flexibility or vice versa. If you only do yoga, maybe pick up some weights or you just run all the time. Maybe pick up some weights that it's not just, I'm not wanting to go through like all of the modalities that you could try, but just the general theme that there can be some positive to that because it could just challenge you and it could get you out of your comfort zone, which I am, for a hundred percent um but it could also assist and help with what you are already doing yeah i think funny enough with with this topic like the physical is the easiest part of it most of the time Mm -hmm. you know it's like it's it's not necessarily hard for anybody to do yoga or hard for anybody to pick up weights and start lifting it's it's just your body doing something. What's difficult about it is the mental aspect of it. It's the 
like actually switching it up and doing something out of your comfort zone. Like your body doesn't know, you know, it might, you might go to do yoga and you're like, I'm not very good at this. Like I'm really tight and it's hard for me to actually do this, but there's still going to be benefit from it. And, and same with the lifting weights. I may not be able to lift a lot, but I can still do it. It's the mental of like, well, I don't want to do something different. I don't want to do something out of my comfort zone because like it's your comfort zone. It's what you, you in, maybe enjoy doing. So you just want to do it because you like it. Or it's like, it's hard to even lifting weights. Like it can be hard to know even what to do or how to do it. You got to learn something new. You got to figure out how to do it safely, all that type of stuff. But I think a lot of the time, a lot of the time it is, it is mental is harder than the physical. But I think in this specific example too, it's, it's even more so like doing it physically is not challenging. It's getting your mind wrapped around change and, and doing something different. It's, that's what always stops you. Like life moves on. It's not going to, you know, hit the brakes for you. Like yeah. you're going to get up tomorrow and, and probably do somewhat of the same thing over again. Or if you're deciding to change, it's going to be a little bit different of a day. And the idea of that is a lot harder than the actual physical you doing the things to do it. And I think one thing that stops a lot of people is just like, it's easier just to go through the motions and do what you typically have been doing. It's harder to learn about something else or even like, you know, it's like you want to pick up yoga. It's like, well, I don't know how to do yoga. Right. It's like oh, there is so much knowledge out there to be accessed and you can like, Kind of like even if you don't end up liking it or you don't end up sticking with it or adding it to your routine, like we started doing yoga very randomly. Mm-hmm. Like I think Carly Matt started doing it and we're like, oh, well, let's just do it every once in a while. And then you started doing it and whatever. And now that's becoming part of our regular routine. Doing hit workouts or running is probably not going to become a part of my regular routine at this moment, but learning the proper form of how to run, learning how to use my fast twitch muscles and maybe in a little bit more of like a cardio with my strength kind of way and learning how to do that properly. It's not going to hurt me in any way. Like learning more, expanding your your toolbox is never going to be a detriment to you, even if you don't stick with it or you don't feel like it's necessary to implement all the time doesn't mean that it can't assist you with what you are currently doing. Yeah, I think it, it almost it almost can only help because like you said, it just adds another tool to the toolbox. Like we started doing yoga however long ago and it's not like we do it every day. I still lift weights way more than I do yoga, but now that's a, a thing that I can implement and it's like, even if you only do it once a week or once a month, it's like, that's better than you not doing it at all. So you kind of learning something new or even when, like when we do go do yoga, we typically go, typically go to the same person. We kind of have a routine of who we like, what type of yoga. And it's like, see, now you even found a comfortability in that. Mm -hmm. It's like, it started off as something like you're unsure of, you don't know. Maybe you try a couple people out and you don't like them. But then you find somebody that you do, you like the class, what it is, but it doesn't mean like now I'm a yogi and that's all I do. It's just another tool. Like it's just, okay, I'm feeling a lot more tight today than any other day. I probably shouldn't lift weights, 
before it's like, well, I guess just a rest day. I'm not going to do anything to where now it's like, oh, I'm going to do yoga instead. So now I'm keeping my consecutive days of activity going and it's actually helping me with something that like it's going to help me recover faster and I can do something else active to kind of fill that gap of between my workouts. So it's like you go learn something new. You just added another thing that you kind of know how to do and you, you can, I don't know. It's just like, it's like another thing to enjoy. It's like if, if you don't like it, cool. No harm, no foul. But like, at least may, then you kind of for sure know that. Well, right. It's a, also, it, yeah, exactly. And, and you run, you run the risk of it not being great. And you maybe feel like you wasted time, which is whatever, but it also could be, you just when found is learning cool. ever a waste of time. Really? Well, right. Exactly. Cause like you, like you just said, well, now you know that you don't like it, so you won't do it and you don't yeah. have to have that kind of question come up in your head. Yeah. Which even the, I don't know. I, I'm also one, I'm definitely the person that's like, anything has a benefit for you. Even if it's just like you challenge yourself to learn something that's beneficial. Even if you hated it or you didn't like it or you're never going to use it again or never going to use that tool or the knowledge, like learning something, using your brain is yeah. good so even if that's the simplest thing that you get out of it like there's always benefit to challenging your um challenging what you already know Cha- challenging challenging like, your comfort zone i guess yeah because that's a everybody knows it it's like that's what you you know helps you grow as a person or helps you find new things that you maybe didn't know you liked and um, gets you kind of out of the mundane, boring right. circle of life that tends to happen every day. You know, you wake up and it's the same thing. It's like, well, do something different then. Yeah. Try to learn something new or try something else. Like there's so much out there. There's so, so many, even just in the fitness world, yoga, Pilates, you know, weightlifting, even the different types, types of, of weightlifting. weightlifting. Yeah. Like there's so many different things that you could do physically that challenges you and, it's kind of like there's something for everybody and if not there's multiple things for everybody it's like what we're talking about we lift weights we do yoga we go for walks you know we do a little bit of hiking learn more about your diet and nutrition and what yep you know nutrients that you're maybe deficient in and what you could add more trying new recipes that keeps you on track with staying healthy and yeah again it's like there's so much to learn out there that if you feel like oh, I'm kind of getting bored or like I'm doing the same thing or I'm noticing I'm not really changing or my body looks the same or I feel the same, like kind of your whole thing, like zoom out, see what more you can learn about, see different ways and different things that you could implement. Because um, I think challenging your your normal, challenging your comfort zone, challenging your current toolbox is only going to benefit you, even if it, you know seems again challenging or weird or different yeah well it's just like you're 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 stepping out of the comfort zone you're potentially finding like you're learning more about yourself you know it's like i think we all we all tend to we get in these comfort zones and we kind of think we know who we are or what we like and there's just too many things out there to to really ever know, ever know fully. And it's like, I think, I think kind of like what you said in the beginning, there's some people that love change 
and that's all they want to do. So they want to just find new things all the time because that's what keeps them interested, which is all obviously a negative to that. But <laughs> living it, yeah. <laughs> but you know, there's also the person that just has done the same thing over and over again for how many years that hasn't broadened out and tried something new. It's like you don't even know who you are. You don't even you know ten percent of who you are mm-hmm. potentially. You know, this could be so many things that bring you excitement or like what we talked about in the beginning, bring you that feeling that mm-hmm. like, wow, if I would only would have known fishing was my calling, like sure, I could have been doing this for so long. And it's simply because you, you got in a comfort zone. You didn't, you know, change scared you and you didn't want to do anything about it to where it's like you could be missing out on a, on a lot. Just like on the other end, if you're changing shit all the time. You may be not building upon anything, <laughs> you know, or you may yeah. come across a lot of things that you don't like. And instead of doing that, you just focus on the things you do like. Yeah. You know, so it's is extremes, but. And I think going maybe more into the, the depth of that after this, but like, you know, like you said, like you could find things that you like. Like I think of that even with like foods, how many new foods I eat now just because I tried them. You know, it's like your tastes are changing. Your abilities are changing. Maybe something that you struggled with yoga before, you could be fine at it now because your body is changing or evolved that you could find like your new favorite thing. Yeah. That alone could be an excitement to like explore. And that's really all it should be is just exploring. Why do you think people don't want to change things? It's, they don't trust themselves. <laughs> I feel like that's a very deep answer to it, but um, there, okay, there's a lot. Let me really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just pick, pick one point and I think like, let's, roll dis- let's dissect it. Okay. So like you, people don't trust themselves. Like, okay, so how does that tie into um, change and not wanting to change? Like, why would that? Why would that make sense? Because I don't think they trust themselves that they could handle whatever a different situation arises that they, they like the comfortability because they have the consistency of that. They know what to expect. They know, they know how that to they can kind handle of it. handle all angles of what happens there. Yeah. Um, yeah. If they change, they don't know if they didn't, wouldn't know if they could handle the different, you know, I don't know if I could handle making this meal that's different you know or whatever right right yeah to where it could be a something as simple but like i don't want to try a new recipe or it could be like i don't want to move anywhere else i don't want to try a different job i don't want to um so then does it break down to even more of like uh, there's a fear of failing i don't even think people get that far it's like even the thought of having to like whether it's problem solving or like knowing, even if it's something positive, knowing how they're going to respond to that or like, and see, that's what, maybe it's, maybe that's just a me thing. I've never understood the, like, you know, it's like, well, are are you scared that this is going to work out? I've never understood that. Are you scared that like your life is going to change for the better and be better than ever? It's like, 
No, I would obviously want that a hundred times out of a hundred. Like if I knew <laughs> that this would make my life better or more exciting or whatever, I just, I've never understood that, like that phrase or that like, well, are you scared that this is going to really like, this is going to change your life for the better? No, I, I like not at all. If that was the case, I would do it. It's always been the, the, it's always been the scared that like things won't work out or things will be a failure. Like, I feel like if you told somebody like, you know, Hey, I could see into the future. And if you start doing yoga, your life is going to change forever. <laughs> and for the better, I don't think people are going to go, mm, I don't know. I'm scared for it to get better. I think everybody would be like, okay. If that were to be legitimately real and true, if it was, if it was real, like you start doing yoga, your life will be a hundred percent better. I think everybody's going to go, okay, yeah, I'll do it then. I don't think people are scared that like, oh, I'm afraid that life is better than this. I think, I actually think the exact opposite. <sighs> and and this could be very Midwest of me to say this, but I feel like people are truly terrified of like happiness and like being happiness into the truest form of that because we're scared of that level of emotion I think and like it's kind of like okay well if that's going to make me happy I maybe have nothing to complain about or like if what yeah what if I do and I, I love that job okay well now that's it now I have to maintain that happiness now I have to maintain the good now I have to count on myself to not lose that now I you know it's like the like getting the perfect significant other it's like but that could be stressful. That could be like a lot of pressure to keep them or it's like, I'd rather just have someone subpar. <laughs> yeah. And maybe there's different opinions on that. Cause I would see it as like, okay, so you have that perfect significant other. You wouldn't feel the pressure then. Like it's the perfect significant other. You, everything's good. Yeah, but there's life, you know, or you get the job, you get the job that you've always wanted and you're working like you like you enjoy your job. It brings you joy and happiness. It's like then you don't have to be worried about it not going well or it failing or. Yeah, but everything has struggle. Sure. And, and I think perfect. And I think that's maybe a separate like debate or argument of like. Yeah, even the perfect significant other, there's going to be tough times. Like, that just doesn't exist. This isn't Cinderella, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, even Cinderella, there's a, a thing you got to get over. <laughs> <laughs> even the princess movies, the guy does something crappy in those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, or like the perfect job. Like, there's going to be days that you maybe don't want to go into work. Like, yeah. that is a reality. Yeah. But I just, I don't get how it's like, you know, the genie in the bottle thing. Like, Oh, he could give me anything I wanted and I'm scared of that. It's like, why? You know, you could get the job that you want, the person that you want to be with. What's so scary about that? Like, what is what is the negative? You know, tying it back to like being afraid of change and the two avenues that there may be that your life gets better with this change or your life gets worse with this change. I don't understand the why people would be scared of your life getting better and you you could be right like if someone for sure told them like it no a hundred percent it's gonna fix it or it's gonna be better or you're gonna love it 
but I don't think people like to take that risk. I guess okay. Here's a here's an example. <coughs> this uh, like sorry for that. I I feel like I know a hundred percent that somebody who is not lifting weights currently, if they were to start lifting weights and they were obviously to do it correctly and and I don't even mean like programming and all the super specific stuff. I just mean like with good form and not getting putting themselves in positions where they're going to get injured and stuff. I feel like a hundred percent they're going to become a more healthy person. Now, if I tell somebody that, what are the, they're not afraid of that happening. No, but you know why they're not going to do it. Why is that? Cause it's work. That's hard to do that. You have to put effort. And maybe that is the main basis of like why change is hard because it's more work. It's more brain power. It's more, you know, you have to do something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You can, I mean, you, and that's all around. Like you might have to like actually figure out different logistics, but like even, you know, you don't, there's, um, there's not a security in it. So there's like different emotions that come up that now that takes more effort to deal with different emotions, different problems that you have to solve. Maybe different, you know, it's like, it's. It's unknown. It's unknown. Yeah. And you have to deal with the unknown. Yeah. And some people love that. And I just, I wonder if. I guess for, for me, going off of what I believe about it is that people aren't scared of it getting better. That's what they're ultimately wanting is this change to make things better. But is risking and going for that worth all of the work right? and the potential exactly. that it doesn't make anything better? Exactly. You know, is it worth the, okay, I'm going to start doing yoga because I'm really tight and I want to become more flexible. And what if that doesn't happen? Now I just did all this work and it still didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I mean, this is very layered. This is a very layered well, conversation. Obviously, that's why we wanted to get into it. But um, it, it's individual too. You know, each person's going to have yes different reasons that scare them and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I think it's cause a lot of people, they're, they're more scared that it in the trying and it not working or them trying and it being different than just simply having to try they don't like, or that could yeah. evolve a lot that could, um, involve a lot of different things. Um, and that's what I think is kind of interesting is like, you're, you're afraid to, try or you feel like it's going to be more effort yet you get up and you do things anyways you know it's like we're constantly putting effort in all the time now is some things maybe more effort than others i don't know it's hard to measure is working out more effort than studying well they're two different types of effort Mm-hmm. And how do you measure which what is what, you know? And I think that's where like the comfortability comes in of, you know, I know I wake up and I brush my teeth and then I go downstairs and make the coffee and this is my routine. This is what I do every day. 
Now, if I switch that up and I go, well, now I'm going to make breakfast right away. Well, that's effort now. That's, that's different. It's change. But is that really that much more effort than brushing your teeth and making coffee? Towards like, I think that's what, that's where, again, like you said, the layers of it, but it's like, we say that it's more effort to do change yet we're putting in effort all day long. Mm-hmm. We're doing something, we're trying at things. It just may be less brain power potentially. Yeah, because I feel like the people that, well, not people, like all of us do that. We get into a routine of whether it's our life or our job or the person that we're with that we, you can kind of go aimless throughout your day and throughout your life. You can be very unpresent to it and detached and aloof that when you are, you know, mixing it up, you're having to think about that. You're having to pay attention. You're having to feel different things and experience different things and like see different things that, you know, I feel like a lot of us were like not really present. Well, and, and that, for, that for change for that's what it change forces you to be present. That's exactly what I was just going to say. Maybe that's a big reason, too, is like when you change things up, it, it makes. Yeah, it forces you to be present. You can't be on your phone half the time doing the same thing. It, you know, it's like when you drive to work and you've gone there every single day, every single You don't have to look at the GPS. You don't have to pay attention. Yep. You could almost like completely zone out and you know you'll get there. Everybody's done that too where they... Because <laughs> you know... You all of a sudden you go, whoa, I just was not paying attention for like... That whole time. Yeah, but for you like got 10 here. minutes. Yeah. That's life. Most of us are living in that zone in life. Having to drive somewhere new and paying attention to the exit signs and the GPS and other cars around you. You have to be so alert and so dialed in that that is a lot, I think, for yeah. most people. And it might bring up different feelings that you're not comfortable feeling of like, take the road, like the driving example, fear of crashing or like you're not good at directions or road rage or whatever, like all those things. Now, those are three new emotions that you don't have to typically deal with if you just go to the same place that you always go to well and i bet that the i bet that's a real thing too where if you're going to the same place you always go to you probably have less road rage you have less Mm -hmm. you know frustration or you have like you're not as uptight or freaking out when you're changing lanes and everything but when you're on a road that you've never been on and you're going somewhere you've maybe never been i bet road rage is up i bet you know your your nervousness and your worrying is up Yep. And it's probably because you're more present because you're not, you know, you can't, you can't zone out. We cracked the code. Do I think a lot? Yeah. That's, that's hard for a lot of people. Well, it's like, take, take that. Like, you know, I like, I enjoy making bread now in the beginning. I didn't because I was worried that it was going to be fucked up all the time. If it was going to come out flat was this, is the yeast strong? Is it not strong? Whatever. To where now I've done enough times where it's like, I'm not really worried about it. I know what it should look like or what mm-hmm. it should feel like and whatever. To where it's like, it's probably, you know, take other recipes. People get more freaked out and uptight when they're trying something new because they don't want to fuck it up. 
Where if you've done it a million times, you're not I, worried about I that. I actually think you made a, a good point with that of like, maybe there is a little bit of us, all of us when we do change that we're expecting something of it. Maybe it's not we're worried to fail specifically, but we're expecting an outcome or we're wanting an outcome, whether that's a bad outcome or a good outcome, rather than all change. If we just see it as exploring then there's nothing on the line. I feel like we put everything like there's something on the line or like, I don't want to change jobs because what if it's not what I thought it was? What if it's, it was a bad mistake? What if like I'm putting myself in a worse situation by taking the leap or what if I actually don't like it as much and now I'm screwed and I told everybody that I was going to like it and whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, rather than just like, I'm going to change my job just to see, see what it is, see what it's about. Then you have nothing riding on it. And it can be whatever it needs to be or whatever it can be. Well, and that's probably a big issue with change too, is we we put these, what it needs to come out as. Yeah. Which I think is somewhat what you're saying. Yeah. It's like we put these, um, not restrictions, but like these, um, we put it in a box. This is what it should be. When I cha- when I make this change, this is what it's supposed to be. When I start doing yoga, I'm supposed to get tighter or supposed to get more flexible. You're or- wrong. <laughs> And then you start doing yoga and it doesn't become that. Yes. But and now, and now you chalk that up to now I shouldn't try anything ever because when I changed it or I tried something new, it didn't work it that didn't, one time. It didn't come out the way that I thought it was supposed to come out to be. Yeah. To where it's like, well, just don't have that. Yeah. You know, sure. Do yoga because maybe I've heard that this helps you become more flexible or it helps with soreness or whatever. So I'm going to do it for that. And if you do it and it doesn't become that. That's fine, you know, but it, it could also give you something else. Being more present, being in the moment, you know, being like just in touch with your body more of like, wow, I didn't even realize I was more sore actually in this other area compared to where I was feeling it beforehand. And like there's other things that can come up with it that if you if you have more of an open mind, if you don't put it into a box, you let it just be open you could discover a lot more things going on. Yes. A and I lot think more. Take that example to any change in life. Yes. Take the yoga example. Like you thought this is your problem and you realized through this exploring that, oh no, it's actually this or this is yep. what the emotion that you actually needed to be present to or this is the experience you maybe could be present to or allow yourself to be present to that again you won't be able to experience that unless you see it as a whatever it's supposed to be not well i'm changing because it needs to have this outcome or i'm scared of change because this one time this bad thing happened or i'm scared of change because i don't know if i'll be able to handle it it's like yeah maybe you won't but why are you expecting already going into it that you would be able to handle it that's already having an expectation Go into it blank. Yeah. You know, it's like moving to a new place. You could, uh, us, we could see moving to the next place as like, oh, I want it to be our forever place and live there forever and love it and it'd be my favorite place to be on earth. Or it could just be, hey, what do you have to offer? Yeah. What could this be? Yeah. Could I find things that I hate? Could I find things that I like? Could I find things that are just whatever? Like you, you, again, exploring it. Yeah. I have nothing on the line. 
Well, because that that comes back to the like the fear of wasting time too. You know, people are mm-hmm. with change, their fear of, well, I don't want to waste my time with this. Like, what if I don't like it? Or what if it, you know, doesn't turn out to be a success or whatever? Th- that totally takes all of that away when you have the the mindset of like, I'm not going to have any expectations, no assumptions. I'm just going here to explore it towards like, there's no wasting time then. Your intention is to explore this and see what it's about. That's going to happen. When you mm-hmm. do it, then I'm going to see what this whole yoga thing is about. Yep. You found out what it was about yep. rather than going like, I'm going to do yoga because I'm super tight and I need to become more flexible. I need this, 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 and this. And then you do it and maybe those things don't happen. Well, yeah, it's going to look like a failure to you to where the person that's like, I'm just going to see what this whole yoga thing is about. They're going to go, wow, I've, I've become really in touch with my body now. Like I can feel that my ankle is stiff or I can... You know, I'm in more in touch with my spiritual side. Like I understand yeah. that I have a lot more going on with me emotionally than I do physically. And you start to, things come up that you would have never thought. And you probably, if you don't see it just as a blank space, you're probably not going to see those things. Like right. if, you, if you go into it going, I need to, again, the moving thing. If you go into it saying like, this needs to be my favorite place and I need to love it. And then that doesn't happen, which is also a very high bar to have. (laughs) And just go into like, let's just see what this place is. Then any good thing that happens that's not, this is my forever place, you're not even going to see. Right. Because if it's not that, you're going to go, well, none of these other things matter because it wasn't that one thing that I went in to do it for. Rather than like, there could be 10 other benefits that you got from moving to that place or the experience of moving or, you know, who you were or who you changed just during that time period. Maybe it had nothing to do with the place, but just what you got to experience with yourself being in that space and time. You're probably not going to be aware of it to where that could be another reason why a lot of people don't like change is because it's like you have... Like you didn't fully experience maybe the whole process. Yeah. Well, I think it's like what you've said a couple times now. It's just like, yeah, your experience is bad because you, you had these expectations. You, you, you know, it forced you to be present with something and that made you feel uncomfortable. You put it in this box of what it had to be and it wasn't that. So now, yeah, every time you go to look at change or do something different, that's what is kind of in your brain of what happens when you try something new or try something mm-hmm. different is like, well, it doesn't turn out to be what you want it to be. It's like, well, that's a pretty, that's a pretty hard expectation to have on life. Like it's, that's a, that's a really good way to not be happy is to have a lot of expectations and, and, and think <sighs> that the world and people and things that you do have to turn out the way that you want them to. That's rough. I need you to be this for me. And then you're not, that's, that's tough. And people do that to people all the time. And know? experiences and jobs and like life situations. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for the opposite of like the people that love change and you experience, you do all of the different things all the time and you mix up every, you, know, you can't just stay settled in one spot. I think the same challenge is there of like fully experience your current state. Yeah. Well, you know, like em- embrace what is of now. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's like you're afraid of a comfort zone. You know? Yeah. Because maybe that becomes boring or that becomes. Or again, you have to be fully present with what you're feeling. Right. 
you right. like change to distract you. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's a really interesting topic. And I, and I like doing this. Like I like dissecting things. You know, it's like cuz we all we all kind of do that of like, "Oh, change is hard and like, you know, it's scary." And it's like, "Okay, let's break it down though. Why is it?" And then just kind of what we I feel like I've came up with at least for our experiences is like, yeah, it forces you to be present. And that can be tough a lot of the time. It's like, oh, I'm present and I'm realizing like, I'm realizing more about myself that maybe I don't like. <laughs> you know, it's like I'm doing yoga and I'm getting frustrated because I'm not good at it. And it's like, oh, you like, you have an issue with not being good at things. Yeah. And now you're thinking about that. You're like, God, I suck. Like, I can't try mm-hmm. something new and be a fool at it. I can't try something yeah. new and not be good at it and that be annoying and frustrating. Like, so you start to learn these little things about yourself that you maybe don't like. And I don't know, I guess to me, there's probably two ways to go about that. You either just keep doing that, find the things that you don't like about yourself and try to be better and, and fix that. Or you just ignore it all <laughs> Yeah. And, and keep moving forward in the same you know, hamster wheel and yeah. maybe not get as much out of life as you could be. Yeah. And that kind of like circles back to what we were talking about of like that feeling that people make fun of and people being happy about something or people being, you know, caring about something. Well, because beyond there's, surface level, there's frauds in that too, though. You know, there's, 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 there's legitimate there's people that legitimately, you know, <clears throat> they love what they do or they just like, like oh, basketball just, it, it, you know, it makes me feel something that nothing else could. But then you also have these frauds that it's like, you know, it's like the, the, the yogi or it's the person that, you know, the person that travels. I just love traveling. It's just my, it's my destiny. It's my passion and whatever. It's like, you can just feel the the gross, the lying, the fraud out of it. It's like, oh, you're running from stuff. Yeah. You're just, and that's the other thing. You're trying to find an identity. People do that a lot. They're trying to find an identity. They're trying to find a group of people that they relate to. Which is understandable. It, it's not to me. Okay. But maybe that's a different (laughs) podcast. (laughs) But there's, and I think that's what people, you know, maybe call out or try to a lot of times too is like, yeah, you're a fraud. Like you don't, you don't care that much about this. Okay. And people might be too quick to pull the trigger on that. Sure. I guess I don't really know what to go with, where to go with that. So if you want to keep talking about it, I'm, I'm feel like I'm not on the same track as you, so I don't want to. I guess I'm just trying to show the other side too of like, I, I definitely understand that, that like, I guess being on the side of the person that is maybe like, like, Oh, why do they care so much? That's so annoying because there are some people that it's like, Oh, you are just being really annoying about this. And like, you really don't love it that much, but you keep throwing it in my face. Gotcha. You know what I mean? I just trying to see it from their perspective of like, yeah, sometimes you come across people that, they're really annoying about it. Or maybe they do really love something that much, but that's the only thing about them. And they can't have a conversation with you about something else. And that can be frustrating. Sure. 
Because I think there's also that sa- that same opposite of personality. Like some people love change and they're like, oh, I just, I love the pressure. I love the, the mixing it up. I love the challenge. And it's like, do you really? Or yeah. is it like. Those are just cool words to say in right. the same, in an order. Right. In the same order of like, I like structure. I like having my plans. I'm really organized and I don't really like to mix things up. I have my life figured out. It's like, that's also make-believe too, but. Um, yeah, because I feel like there's a, there's a, there's a underlying thing that we all kind of feel and know is like, nobody really knows what the hell's going on. Nobody really knows what we're supposed to be doing how we're supposed to be feeling, what is real, what's not real. And then when you see somebody claiming that they do know, it's like, mm, you don't though. And now you're lying to me. Mm. Sure. I feel like that's a very different conversation. I know. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just taking I feel like this podcast is, <laughs> I apologize to whoever is listening this whole time because it it feels so disorganized to me, so I guarantee it <laughs> sounds disorganized. Yeah, it probably is. Like it feels like what are we even talking about? Um change. <laughs> we should change this podcast. <laughs> I think we're too late to change it. Um I think overall to end it on this note is like whether it's fitness, whether it's how you eat whether it's the modality and where you get your fitness where it's like your your life your relationships life changes that if you can see change and again this is the advice coming from a freaking 24 year old that doesn't know what the hell is going on that exploring change exploring learning exploring trying new things as that as just exploring and learning and gathering data with nothing on the line no expectations nothing needs Mm -hmm. to come from it or everything can come from it you can just be open I feel like we would enjoy the things that we are doing a little bit more in depth and maybe go back to like that feeling like you might be more open to experiencing feeling really fulfilling moments and um to the depth that what they can be because you're just more in tune with what's going on um yeah yeah i think the only thing i would add to that is like try not to have attachments you know as you're doing that like attachments to a certain outcome or attachments to um i don't know maybe that's the only thing a certain outcome yeah just try not to have attachments just live in it yeah just do it like you said for the sake of exploration i mean i think we all kind of want to make life better and you hear it all the time that doing something different or new might do that for you um so try changing something up to see if that is the case for you but don't have the attachments of like this needs to change my life you know, mm-hmm. don't move to like, I need to move so that my life is better and that I'm happier. It's like, well, that might not happen. And now you're. Or same thing. Like, don't don't pick up a certain lifting or like workout style because you hate your body. So it's like, well, I need to fix this. So I need to like work hard at creating the body that I want 
it's like, well, you're also not addressing the real problem. Yeah. And again, you're having an outcome and it's like, it's coming from a weird space. So it's probably not going to have the outcome that you want that rather than just like, I'm just going to explore yoga. I'm going to explore running. I'm going to explore lifting and learning. Yep. The, The fun of learning something new and bettering yourself. You can't go wrong. Like if you're learning something and you're adding a tool to your toolbox, you can't go wrong. Yeah, because like you said in the beginning, maybe you realize you don't even like that or you don't want to do it or it doesn't work for you. Well, now you learned that. Yeah. Like that is learning something. Yeah. And that you can move on and go to the next thing or whatever. Yeah, I think it's. It's it's. It's a super in-depth topic for how especially for how broad we made it now that i'm realizing yeah but like i don't know i think that's i think that's good advice or the best that you could probably give is just like see it as exploration and not don't have expectations with it like change can be good and it can also be bad but it typically is dependent on you mm-hmm. not the situation not yeah. what you're changing yep yeah it's not it's not the thing that you changed it's your approach to it and you're in the moment with it and that sort of thing yeah all right i'm good (laughs) you feel like we somehow wrapped all that up (laughs) probably not we're we're a shit show we're a circus that's where we should change this the circus i feel like this podcast probably had a lot of like loose like loose ends where it's like (laughs) They're like, are they ever going to go back to that? Or are they ever going to talk about (laughs) Nope, we're done. (laughs) Yeah. But that's okay. Hey, that's fine. We're human. Yeah. If you made it this far, congrats. Thank you. (laughs) Congrats. Hopefully you realize you're human too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe change the channel on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. See you later. All right. Should we? No. Goodbye.